are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday and welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, San Antonio Spurs writer. Glad to have you back. Hey, not only is it the end of the week, it's also the beginning of the rodeo road trip. Yeah, the uh, Spurs are going to be away from San Antonio for quite some time as they do their annual trek away from the Animal City, take on the some Eastern Conference teams. Hopefully they'll do well. But what are Spurs fans feeling right now about this rodeo road trip? Last year's was not that great. This year, well, you know, it's not too bad if you look at the schedule. But still, what are fans thinking about it? Do fans think that it'll be a success, a failure, something in the middle? We're going to be talking about that and more. Also on the show, Lonnie Walker. Yeah, um, has been playing too great. And if you're on social media, you can see the post of the Spurs fan base is, you know, they're not too happy with the play of young, young Lonnie. So what is that? Um, well, basically, we're going to find out what Spurs fans are really thinking about when it comes to Lonnie Walker. Hey, before we dive into our show and bring in our guest, uh, whether you're a pro athlete, an exhausted parent, or you spend all day in the office, CBDMD wants to give you the support you need to make it through the day. CBD Freeze and Recover are standing duo of topical products with specialized formulas to provide targeted relief where it matters most. And to make it easier, you can try Freeze and Recover and every other CBDMD product and take 25% off your next order when you use promo code MBA at checkout. So go to CBDMD right now and use promo code MBA for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMD. So who's going to help me tackle these two topics today? Well, we're going to bring in a fan. Yeah, that's right. It's a fan episode here on Lockdown Spurs where a fan takes the mic and represents the entire fan base and, of course, gives his opinion as well. And to do that is John Dyer. He is with Spurs and Salsa Podcast, another Spurs podcast. And uh, John, first of all, salsa. So I, I take it y'all break down salsa, like ones from HB, <laughs> ones from, you, you know, uh, other brands. We, and how do you blend those two together? Well, we do a little bit more than salsa. We review uh, restaurants and breweries and coffee shops from around San Antonio. We touch on a lot of salsa because, I mean, it is San Antonio. After restaurants here, we'll give you uh, chips and salsa before every, deal, every meal. Well, it's about to get spicy for the Spurs. As, oh, um, Yeah, it really is. And um, we'll see what they're going to be made of because this is the Rodeo Road Trip. It starts tonight against Atlanta. Overall, the Spurs, they're above 500. Yeah, they're what? They're 14 11. And, uh, you know, recently played great in the last four games are three and one. So they're going into the Rodeo Road Trip kind of on a positive note, albeit they did get smacked up by the Warriors the final home game before the rodeo trip. John, what are fans thinking about right now? What are they expecting from the Spurs in this rodeo trip? I think there's a, a cautious optimism, right? So you said it. They were, you know, they're 3-1 the last four games. Even with the bad taste in your mouth of the last game, remember it, it was a back-to-back and they split with the Warriors. But I think there's cautious optimism. In the past, Spurs teams have used the road trip to come together and really gel for the second half of the year. This is an entirely new group. So I think there's a cautious optimism, but there's also a wait and see. Like, let's see how they, let's see how this group, this core group of, you know, DeRozan and, and Murray and Kelvin, how do they treat the road trip? 
And I think that'll tell us a lot about who they are this year and, and moving mm-hmm. forward. You look at the road to your road trip and for the most part, most of these guys have been there, done that. Uh, DeMar's done it. Pirtle's done it. Murray's obviously done it. Yeah, but there'll be a new time for a guy like Keldon. Uh, he's never experienced this. Do you think for the young guys, this is going to be rough for them? Or do you think the young guys who really haven't really truly experienced it, because remember last year they had the bubble, uh, it's, it's going to take them out of out of whack. You're looking at the road trip, and there's only one back-to-back, so that's good, and we all know how the Spurs do on the second game of a back-to-back. Yeah. I think they're going to be well. And I, you mentioned the the bubble. So the bubble was it's, – it's, in a weird way, it was like a road trip, right, the rodeo road trip, because they were all stuck together in hotels. They weren't home for a very long time, which is what the road trip does to the Spurs. It's almost like a mini camp for them and they reacted very well at Disney. So I would expect them to have a, have good chemistry, which will bleed onto the court. This team seems to really like each other. And I think that's, that's key during the rodeo road trip because you're going to be together. You know, there's no family time. There's no, there's no away from each other. You're, you're on the road for a few weeks together. And because you mentioned uh, the bubble and the success they had there, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a successful road trip. I really do. You're looking at the uh, games ahead for them. The, the teams that they're facing, they're not too many heavy hitters. I mean, there's definitely teams you can't sleep on. Atlanta tonight. I mean, dare I say the Knicks. The Knicks are playing pretty well for their standards. You got Charlotte throwing in there, Cleveland as well, the Pistons. Do you think fans believe that this is a doable, quote-unquote, road trip where they can come out with a winning record? I think fans will expect the winning record because there's not a, like you said, there's no heavy hitters. I know this team, since they're young, they have a tendency to play up and down to their competition. But looking at the schedule, I would say every Spurs fan expects a winning record after the road trip. I really do. When you're looking at the schedule, do you see a team on that, uh, well, that, that schedule there, that fans think like, you know what, that's going to probably be the L and that's the one that's going to get fans fired up in, in a wrong way, in a negative way, like losing to the Pistons or, or losing to the Hornets. Uh, you know, th- there's going to be that. You, you can see it coming based on what we've seen so far with the Spurs team. They, you just don't know what Spurs team you're going to get. And somebody asked exactly. me the other day, like, what do you think the Spurs are going to do in the Rudy road trip? I said, I don't know. And it's not because I was trying to dodge the questions because I simply don't know with this team. It's, we're going to get the world beaters, Spurs, Lakers, Clippers wins in, in, on the road. Are we going to lose the ones that, like, lose to the Rockets when they only had, like, two guys in uniform? I mean, <laughs> do you do you think the Spurs team – let's put it this way. Do you think fans would be surprised if, if the this, this Spurs team comes out of the rodeo road trip with a losing record? Oh, they'll be surprised. And after every – let's say they even have a winning record after this. Even whatever games they drop during this trip, there's going to be a meltdown because like you said, there's no world beaters on here. Even when they drop the second of the back to back, even though we know they're bad on second days of back to back, there's going to be a meltdown on Spurs Twitter. So I, I do think if there's a losing record after this, it will sway the fans negatively. Cause again, there's every game is very, very winnable. And I, I, I'm telling you right now, every Spurs fan is expecting a winning record after the rodeo road trip. 
Uh, yeah, it's it's. I I gotta tell you this much. I would not be surprised if the Spurs come out with a losing record of the Rodeo Road Trip. I just won't because we've seen this team play down to competition. We've seen this team lose leads. We know this team gets down big and has to claw their way out of deficits so far in this season. But at the same time, I think the Spurs team uh, is going to. I'm predicting four four up. I think they're going to win four games on this Rodeo Road Trip. What about you? You know, you've been talking about the fan base, though. What about you? Do you think the Spurs will come out with a 500 record, above 500, or below 500? I'm saying above 500. I know, you know, they're going to lose some winnable. Every game's winnable, so every game they lose is losing a winnable game. I don't think they'll lose enough winnable games to put them below 500. I really don't. Again, you mentioned the bubble. They did well when they were stuck together. This this young core seems to really like each other. And, yeah, they're going to look inconsistent during this bubble, but the competition is low enough to where even with their inconsistencies, they'll be able to be above 500. There's not one team that they should get completely smacked down by. I mean, it'll happen. Yeah, it it's going to happen. You can see it coming. There's yeah, gonna yeah. Be it'll happen one or two games. games. Yeah. But there's not enough yeah. good teams on here where I say, oh, that's going to be really rough. Because they're going to get smacked by one or two teams they shouldn't have. But those are going to be the only one or two losses on this trip. And, it, three, and it will be against a team like Detroit or something like that. You know? or, but, you know, I think if there is a game on the schedule where I can see the Spurs just getting thumped bad, probably be that Knicks game. When the Knicks are bad and they're horrible, they always seem to play up against the Spurs. You ever notice that? You, you know, they yeah, always they it's a random. get out of New York and, you know, they, they're law, they lose. But uh, that's the thing. I think that's the only one that I can see where the Spurs really or, or just have a hard time to play against. But and Atlanta, too, tonight. I think Atlanta will be an issue. We saw with Steph Curry, mobile, you know, guard, uh, knock down the outside shot and then some. Trey Young is probably going to be an issue for them as well. But outside of those two teams, I really can't see a, 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 a team on the schedule where you can circle and be like, yeah, they're going to get smacked up pretty bad. See, Pacers as well. You're getting positive. I think, you're, I think by the end of this podcast, you're going to think above 500. When you're <laughs> that schedule. Well, I think that Cavs game is going to be the one. The Cavs game will be the one where they lose and we all lose our, our minds. Because it's the second day of a back-to-back. <laughs> I bet Jared yeah. Allen has a good game, and we're all going to be calling for a trade for Jared Allen. Yep, that's going to be the that's game. The one. Yep. That's the, that's one, right the one right there. So overall, you're saying you personally, John Dyer personally. of Spurs and of uh, Spurs and Salsa podcast, that you're thinking above 500. You think, but the fan base is expecting at 500 or below 500. I think above as well. I think okay. So the, there's not one team. I mean, you're going to have those super optimistic fans that think they, you know, really almost run the table. I think there's going to be two or three games where they just – because every game they lose on this road trip is going to look bad. Because, again, there's no – I don't even think there's a team on here that's above 500 on their schedule. I'm looking at it. So any game they lose will be bad. I don't think they have more than two or three bad losses. And I I think the Spurs fan base – because again, we've been we've all grown up with the rodeo road trip has always been successful. I know it hasn't been the last few years, but we have optimism in the team. The schedule is very favorable. I think Spurs fans expect above five hundred as well. 
And uh, I, I definitely hope you are right. Uh, well, we'll see what happens when the Spurs begin tonight at Atlanta. It begins. Here they go. Here they go again, John. Last year was yeah, not, too, not too great. Remember last year's roadie road trip was, ugh, it was, it was one to forget. But hopefully one the Spurs worst, can. Yeah. One of the worst. Yeah. So hopefully the Spurs will. Hey, look, there's no way, no way up, no way uh, other way than up then. You know, the bar is yeah, set there low. You go. <laughs> we'll look at it like that. Uh, when we get back, uh, we're going to shift gears and talk about Lonnie Walker. He's, yeah, well, well, we'll we'll discuss Lonnie in a few minutes. But before we do that, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football may be over, but college basketball and NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real time updated odds, and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. In other words, John, if you go sign up right now, they're going to give you 50% of your money back. So how about that? Um, Bet online. Yeah, exactly. If you want to get some money and then some, you want to go to Bet Online, your online sports books experts. And by the way, when you go there, use promo code locked on. Again, go to betonline.ag. We are back, and I am joined by John Dyer. He is the fan rep today on this fan episode of Locked On Spurs. And he's also with the Spurs and Salsa podcast, where you get more than just Spurs talk. You get a little bit of food and some dining and some coffee. Make sure to follow him on Twitter, at John John Dyer. All right, John, let's talk about a I, – I never thought I'd say this, but a very beginning-to-be polarizing figure among Spurs fans, and that's Lonnie Walker. Look, right now, Spurs fans fight about Luka, da- Luka Samanich right now. Fight about LaMarcus Aldridge. But slowly but surely creeping into entering the conversation is Lonnie Walker. Look, John, I said it before on this uh, podcast, Lonnie, he knows his issues. He realizes it. He says it. He told me time and time again. He told me last year before the bubble. He told me in the preseason. He told me in the offseason. He told me recently that he knows he's inconsistent, but but John, it's been bad lately. Let's talk about the fans' thoughts first, and then we'll go to you. So fan-wise, fan-base-wise, do you think Spurs fans are starting to turn a little bit negatively towards Lonnie? I think so, and I think what doesn't help Lonnie in the eyes of Spurs fans is there's a rookie, Devin Vassell, who's playing out of his mind. He makes the most of his minutes, and I think – you know, we talked about this. You had me on in the offseason, and we talked about um, the Spurs fans were like children with new toys, right? Yeah. You know, if we see, it, we see a new toy, we'd love it. And for Lonnie, he used to be that new toy, and this year he's gotten a ton of minutes. He's in the starting lineup all the time, and he's inconsistent, but yet that new toy who didn't even have a summer league, he had a very short, off season with the Spurs, it was very rushed, and I think we all assumed he'd be he'd be down in Austin, but instead he's cracked the rotation. Uh, he's playing very well, very consistent. So that new toy looks way nicer than the inconsistent Lonnie, who's in his third year. So I, I do think the fan base. I don't want to say turn. I don't want. I don't think it's negative. I just I'll say this. I think any fans or the most most fans that thought Lonnie would be maybe the best player on this, out of this young group or maybe even a consistent starter 
I think those dreams are starting to wane. And I think we're starting to talk ourselves into, well, maybe he'll be a solid sixth man off the bench. Maybe he'll be a spark. You know, he's not consistent. You can't have him play or start major minutes. And I think the optimistic Spurs fans, they say, well, maybe he can be that spark, him and Patty off the bench, get that energy. But I do think the fan base has turned in the sense of Lonnie's going to be special. Lonnie's going to be an all-star type player. Yeah, I, I think a large part of that has to do with the emergence of Murray and rookie Vassell, who's doing, dare I say, being more of an impact player than Lonnie is right now. Yeah. You also look at Kelvin um, Johnson in just the second season. He's emerging as well. And Lonnie, he's been there. Look, he's gone through the system already, John. He's gone through the Austin Spurs program, the, the exactly. vaunted Austin Spurs program that's supposed to get you ready to play with San Antonio. And this season, look, He's been okay overall if you're just looking at statistics and just statistics alone, um, career high in scoring, um, the field goal percentage, et cetera, et cetera. But my my fear is that the fans are going to fall into the trap as we saw last year. I mean, how many times did Spurs fans hang their hat on that game versus Houston he had? Like, that was oh, it. I that was, was it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. And then this is it. That was his breakout game, breakout game. And he hasn't really broken out since. Now, this season, you saw it again. He, when uh, DeMar DeRozan was out, he had those back-to-back 20-plus point games against Minnesota and Oklahoma City. But then after that, he started falling off. You know, He had an eight-point game versus Houston. Uh, he had a nine-point game versus Dallas. And now recently, he did not score one point in 17 minutes versus the Warriors in the loss, two points versus the Minnesota Timberwolves on February 3rd, and four points February 1 against Memphis, he he. In that last game against Golden State, he shot 0 for five. He went 0 for three from the three point line. And I know there's, you know, being an impact player is bigger than how many points you score, or how many rebounds you score. But defensively, he wasn't there either. Zero steals yeah. against Golden State. Zero blocks. I mean, I get it. In a position, maybe blocks don't come plenty. Um. He had zero offensive rebounds, three defensive rebounds, so three rebounds total. And, and I, I'm starting to think, John, and tell me if you think the fans think this as well, that it's simply between the ears, that it's just a mental thing with him. Oh, definitely, because when you see him, and I've said this many times, when he's on the court, he looks like the most aesthetically gifted player in any game he's in. He just, he looks, he's just such a freak athlete. And last year when he was inconsistent, you know, you mentioned the Rockets game, the highest of highs. I think a lot of us blamed it on the rotation. Oh, well, he's not getting steady minutes. They're playing guys like Forbes in front of him, which is, you know, dumb. And now this year he's been, I think he started every game he's played. He's getting good minutes. And a lot of the other young guys, like, you know, we mentioned Vassell, Murray's had a huge jump forward, uh, held in. All the other youngsters have shown massive improvement with with more minutes, and Lonnie's the one that's still inconsistent. Um, I do think it's between the ears because again, he can do anything he wants on the court. We've seen him shoot the ball well at times. He drives to the hoop. We've seen him, you know, with monster dunks and defensively, we've seen him play good defense. You know, again, he's such a good athlete. He can stay in front of anybody, and and he's got the size to where. He's not going to be overpowered if on a switch he's on a post player or, you know, so 
I think 100% every Spurs fan would agree that it's between the ears. Do you think a, a change in role will do, do him wonders? Maybe he's not built for a starting role. Maybe he's built for more uh, of a second unit. Uh, what do you think? Oh, I 100% agree with that. I really think coming off the bench where he can just be a spark, because, again, he's so physically gifted. If you give him solid run but not starting minutes run, I think that would do him a lot of good. I really do. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, Manu Ginobili might be the most popular spur of all time, and he was a sixth man. So it's nothing to look down upon at all, especially in San Antonio of all places. I mean, you could even package it as this generation's Manu, and that would still excite the fan base. Yeah. But I do think, yeah. but I do think he's built more for, especially right now, while he's figuring it out mentally, I do think off the bench, and maybe with Derek White back, that's going to be his permanent role. And that's okay. I think he could still be very productive there. And I, I think a change of pace will do him a lot of good. Yeah, you know, there's a, um, a chat I had with Lonnie recently that I just never released, and I, I think now is the time to release it. Um, it was, I think, about a week, week and a half ago. You know, he did a media session with uh, with us, and, you know, I raised my hand, and they called on me, so you know, I got to have a little Q&A with him. And I asked him, I go, Lonnie, how would you evaluate your season so far? He kind of looked down. He put his head down, looked down, and he goes, I've been inconsistent. So there it is. You know, he tells, he's tell he's telling me that he, he knows it. And you look at what Popovich has said so far this season. He said at times that the team has to remind him that he belongs, like he belongs at this level. So I'm starting to think that, yeah, maybe it's just the yips. Maybe he just has a mental block right now. And he'll, will he snap out of it? Of course, you know, look, he, he the, the numbers prove it this year. I mean, he, he's, he's playing you know, at least statistically wise, his averages are better than last year's. But look, he's going to have a good game during the roadie road trip. And how how much you want to bet, John, the Spurs fans are going to think like he's the next um, LeBron James. I mean, seriously. I mean, that's how far they go. But oh then yeah. He'll have exactly. another. Then he'll have. Then he'll have another inconsistent game. It's going to happen. You just want it to be sustained. Now, has he been less inconsistent consistently this year? Of yes, than last year. So there is progress. The numbers show it. But John, do you think do you think it's too soon to be kind of dogging on him right now? I mean, you can see it already. Spurs fans are kind of tapping their fingers, like, okay, Lonnie, what the you know what is going on with you? Or do you believe now we're talking about you now, or do you think the kid still needs more time to cook? I think it's too soon to completely give up on him. And the reason I say that is you know, I reference back to our pod. You know, I jumped on this podcast in the offseason, and you and I had this exact same discussion with DeJounte Murray. I don't know if you remember, but, you know, you brought out the stats, and you showed that Murray statistically is getting a little bit better. We had the same conversation of are the Spurs, give, are Spurs fans giving up on Murray? And this year he's rewarded our patience. So I think with Lonnie, it's way too soon to give up on him. Again, if his role is off the bench, but he's still really good off the bench, that's that's a great thing. Um, he does have the yips a little bit. I, I just I think coming off the bench is going to do him a lot of good. It'll calm down the fan base when he plays well off the bench. And I just think having patience with these young guys. Um, hopefully, Murray taught us that patience. Yeah. You know, patience with these youngsters can really pay off. Yeah, um, I, it's way too soon to completely give up on him. I know we have some new shiny toys, and we can 
we can here's one thing with the Spurs fans. We can love the, all the Spurs at once. We don't have to we don't have to put someone in the doghouse just to love. Well, Michelle, unless, unless your or, name is Lamarcus Aldridge right now. Oh yeah, and that's a whole other yeah. topic. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we don't know. But to, even then, you don't he, have to, you don't have to hate them. Yeah, exactly. Look, I just caution you know Spurs fans when Lonnie does have a good game. Let's just pretend tonight he has a good game against Atlanta. He puts up another twenty plus Audi. That's great. Hopefully that just starts something because then you want to see how he backs that up in the next game and the next game. Look, I get it. You, you know, all players, you know, have their ups and downs. Yeah. Look at DeMar DeRozan. I mean, he's had some down games this so far, but there's more ups than downs with him. Same thing with DeJounte Murray. He's had a couple of down games, but he has more ups than downs. With Lonnie, it's reverse. It's more downs than ups. So, you want to see what he can do. So, again, if, if he plays great tonight, great, awesome, good foundation. Just keep that going, Lonnie. And then again, John, isn't this season supposed to be about development? Uh, what happened to that? Did the fans forget about that? Exactly. And, again, I think it's because the other youngsters have shown positive development. And so is Lonnie. Like you said, his numbers are up. And we just have to accept the fact that maybe not everyone, not every one of these youngsters is going to be a starter you know there's going to be one that is going to come off the bench there's going to be one that might even completely bust you know it's not going to be a hundred percent hit rate they're not all going to be you know superstars but you're right this is a development year and Lonnie's played the first half in the starting lineup and and maybe that's just not his role and that's okay but let's just watch the development let's see what happens all right, well, we're not done talking to John Dyer here. Uh, we're going to continue our chat. We're going to have a game with him in the final segment here at Locked on Spurs, a little buy-sell with John Dyer of Spurs and Salsa podcast. Uh, but before we even do that, let's talk about the, the best protein bar ever, and it's delicious, and it's good for you. I'm talking about a Built Bar. The Built Bar, I, I mean, pick a flavor that they have, you can think of, and they probably have it from cookies and cream to mint brownie, just chocolate, or just even uh, German chocolate. They have it all, and you'll love it. You'll you'll absolutely love them. Go to BuiltBar.com right now and check out the amazing selection of nutritious, delicious, healthy protein bars you can get anywhere out on the market. Um, They're good for the keto diet, the low, low carbs, high protein, high fiber. It's perfect, especially for a guy like me, John. You know, I'm up in age, and I eat a French fry and I gain 10 pounds. I mean, is that quick? Oh, same, so these same are these. Here. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great alternative. If you want to have a quick snack, so go to builtbar.com right now, check out their amazing selection and uh, use promo code locked on NBA. Uh, and well, get yourself uh, some bucks off, get yourself 20% off right there. So once again, go to builtbar.com right now. We're back and I'm joined by John Dyer. He is a huge Spurs fan and also host of the Spurs and Salsa podcast. Follow him on Twitter at John John Dyer. John, it's time to put you on the hot seat to play a little game called Buy or Sell. So, you know, we're at the this point of the season for the Spurs. Roadie Road Trip starts tonight, and uh, we'll see how they do. But we already have a large sample size of what this team is. So based on this large sample size, let's begin. So here are about three to four questions for you, and I need to see if you're going to buy or sell. First one is, are you buying or selling that at the end of the day, at the end of the season, this team will just be a mere 500 team? I'm going to sell. I think they'll be above 500. There already are. 
I don't think we'll take a step back, you know, especially with Derek White getting healthy. And once he gets his jump shot going, I got to believe we're going to be even better if I sell that. All right. Buy or sell, LaMarcus Aldridge will be traded by the trade deadline. I'm going to sell only because his value isn't what it used to be, unfortunately. And the Spurs very rarely trade at the trade deadline. I think um, I don't. I can't see a contender coming up and saying we really, really want Aldridge, not with the way he's played defensively. All right, there you go. Buy or sell. This Spurs team will make the playoffs. Buy. They're already right in the mix, and again, I think they're going to improve. This is a very young team, and I think they'll get better as the year goes on, especially when they get healthy, especially with Derek White. I'm going to buy. And your last question before we get to the bonus question is, are you buying or selling that DeJounte Murray is the alpha of this team? Oh, I'm going to buy. I think because he he fills a stat sheet, he does everything, not just scoring. Um, he does it at timely matters. And he's always taken that leadership role seriously and the whole I'm a spur. He really is a spur in every sense of the word, and he lets Pop coach him. And he's a point guard. I, I think he's the alpha male. He carries himself as the alpha male even when you watch games. I'm buying. All right, there you have it now to your bonus question. This is really going to throw you off now, so brace yourself. Uh, <laughs> buying or selling, Godzilla is going to tear apart King Kong in a sweep in the Kong oh. versus Godzilla matchup. Oh, I'm selling big time. I know we've had this discussion. <laughs> King Kong's too versatile. He's he's uh, he's too mobile for King for uh, Godzilla. Godzilla is kind of, I would say, Jacob Pertle. Pertle's got some athleticism, but at the end of the day, King Kong's going to come at him. Too much versatility. He's going to come from all angles. I know you're going to disagree, but I've got King Kong in a close matchup, and we'll see. We'll see you next month. Well. Based on the trailer footage already, we have we have two scenes. We have Kong throwing a punch at Godzilla, and Godzilla taking it like a champ. Didn't phase him. The other way, yeah, he turned we- the tables, turned, and Kong got wrecked. I'm talking, flew across off that battleship, and looks like he's diving into the water. Gone. But that's that's the trailer. I mean, you think the Rocky Four trailer? The Rocky Four trailer had. You know, Dolph Lundgren whooping on Rocky Balboa. Drago is <laughs> amazing in the trailer. They got hey, 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 hey. Godzilla is not the another villain here. He's 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 just misunderstood. That's all. How's that, John? Hey, so was Drago. He, you know, he was just a, <laughs> he was just a puppet for the Cold War, apparently. By the way, they did him uh, justice in the Creed movie where uh, his son came to fight. Um, well, Creed and um, you know Adonis. You, you yeah. get you get to see like the the ramifications of the of the loss to Balboa. I thought that was pretty good. Oh, the two Creed movies have just been such a great addition yeah. to the storyline. Just everything's been yeah. perfect. Well, now that this lockdown Spurs went off the rails and it turned into a theater talk, uh, let's go <laughs> ahead and bring it back here. Uh, we're done talking about your Spurs. We want to hear from you and this fan episode of Lockdown Spurs. So you heard what John had to say, wrapping the fan base when they came to the Rodeo Road Trip. Uh, what do you think? He thinks they're going to do pretty well. What do you think? Do you think they're they're going to stink up the joint or do you think they're going to do well, just as John predicts? Also, what do you think about Lonnie Walker? Where do you stand with him? Uh, his inconsistencies are kind of glaring now, um, especially with a team that's play, playing better. Do you think that 
patience is in order or you think time is running out with Lonnie Walker. We need to hear from you, John, tell everybody how they can chat with you and out more about the uh, Spurs and Salsa podcast. Thank you. And thank you for having me on. Uh, you could follow us, the, the podcast at Spurs and Salsa on Twitter, Instagram, and we even have a Facebook page that's very lively. Uh, we talk Spurs, we talk all other sports going on in the world. And we end every episode with a review of a local restaurant, a local brewery, local coffee shop, anything that we can do to support San Antonio business, we do. Uh, again, make sure to follow uh, John on Twitter at John John Dyer. Uh, and hey, subscribe to Locked On Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. And it's not just Locked On Spurs, the entire Locked On Network has every team covered for you. You need Locked On Cowboys, because I know John loves his Cowboys. They have Locked sure On do. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, if you're a Rockets fan, <coughs> they have Locked On Rockets as well. Uh, from NHL teams to MLB teams, every team is well represented on the Locked On NBA Network. And uh, hey, look, on Fridays on Locked On NBA, uh, you can join Anthony Irwin of Locked On Lakers and Adam Modis of Locked On Nuggets for a wrap-up of the biggest stories around the league. Anthony and Adam bring you game recaps, weekend previews, and weekly NBA power rankings. You can't miss it. Subscribe to Locked On NBA Today podcast wherever you get podcasts uh, right now. And, of course, same thing we're here at Locked On Spurs, radio.com, Spotify, iTunes, you name it. You can subscribe to Locked On Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. So for uh, John Dyer, a.k.a. Pro Godzilla in the upcoming fight, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs.